Welcome back. I'm Matt Hildreth. You're listening to Forgotten Country. I am here with Drew Morgan. Before the break, we listened to uh, Time Marches On by Tracy Lawrence. That's, a, uh, I think, a, one of the perfect songs to talk about our theme today, which is um, changing times and, and, and the good old days. Uh, Drew, you mentioned before the break that that was a song that you listened to when you were 10 years old. I have a very similar memory as a child, and it's so funny looking back at that song now because... Um, I just really felt like when I heard that song, like I really got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as a 10 year old. No, that's so Tom, true. Tom does march on. Well, the reason why is it is a pop country song that's not real in your face, but there's a lot of darkness in that song. There's just enough darkness for a 10 or a 12 year old to, to sort of recognize oh, this isn't just a rose-colored glass look at the past. This is real stuff. And, and obviously it's not as real as some of the songs we'd get into in our teenage years and 20, 20-year-old years. But as a 10-year-old, it was like, oh, wow, he was cheating on her the whole time. You know, ooh, it's telling the truth here. Yeah, yeah I literally have like the exact same um, uh, memory as, as well. Um you know, we've spent a, a big chunk of the show today talking about um, songs from from the past. We're also going to be talking about some music that is that is brand new that that came out this summer. Um, I had a chance to sit down with a, a an emerging artist uh, by the name of Willie Carlisle uh, in in Seattle at the Tractor Tavern, um, and we had a really uh, great conversation. Willie is a musician that. Um, straddles the line between folk music and country music. He has a very old school sound, uh, an old school approach. Um, and he sings about a lot of, of things that we hear um, in, in classic country from the good old days. Uh, and so I just wanted to take a minute and play an interview that I had with Willie at the Tractor Tavern in Seattle, Washington. Um, and then after that, we will hear a song from Willie as well. I mean, it's it's interesting to to listen to your music and see that you're you know taking decades or centuries old styles and singing about Instagram trends, right? <laughs> and I guess you're referring to the song about uh, living in your van, the the hashtag van life, yeah, um, yeah, and especially to do that in sort of the style of of tr- it's sort of it's supposed to be like a trucker song or like a hard times dust bowl ballad or something like that, but about something contemporary. Yeah. I I think that we can use uh, these old things to uh, like the ashes of an old thing to fertilize a new garden. Um, And um, that that can be really helpful. And um, especially when you don't know what to say, when you know that something is problematic or you know that something's bugging you, it's like you've got this old wagon rut that you can run your wagon through that gets you to a good location with it. The road's already paved, you know, um, so why not just go down that one? But it's inter- I think the interesting thing about van life is it's like there's a couple layers to it. Like, first of all, if if if, if you're into the van life, you might put it on as you're driving the van, right? Um, and sort of sing along. But there's also a, a bit of a biting critique to it. Yeah, and so th- so the song is just sort of country barn burner with like really traditional guitar leads and pedal steel in it and um the point of doing it with a lot of critique in it is because 
you know, being poor becomes an Instagrammable phenomenon really quickly. You know, what was my grandmother being uh, penny wise because she felt like she had to be is now like, ooh, look at these ways I can store all this food in my fridge to eliminate hashtag eliminate food waste where it's like my grandmother suffered through the Great Depression to now cause us to all eat moldy food, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for weeks at a time and for her to have a larder just overstocked and the same thing with van life is like we're glorifying homelessness functionally and i think everybody in america knows or will know somebody that is housing insecure uh in a way that that we don't necessarily think about as glorious it's like well they slept on my couch for a few weeks everybody of course will take in somebody that needs a little bit of help right but i think it's happening more and more you know kids are staying home uh after they graduate college they're coming and moving back in um, all these are forms of housing insecurity uh, from, a, uh, you know, the times that have, have changed. And while it's not, you know, it'd be wrong to compare it to a Dust Bowl or a mass migration event or something, it still is something I think weighs pretty heavily on the minds of, uh, of, of, a, lot of, of a lot of us and is about the world that we would like to live in. Um, being a musician, I choose to be in a van. So that makes it kind of another layer of ridiculous is why the heck would I live a lifestyle uh, like this, but it also means that I'm close to, we keep one foot really close to actual homeless communities and a lot of people that are housing, not classically homeless, but housing insecure, uh, where there's a tent city in every mid-sized American town and we know what it's like to have our door knocked on and have some cop think that we're doing something wrong or some member of the HOA thinking that we're doing something wrong. Um, and we have to say we're you know we're just a country band, dude. Um, and uh, you know I'm sure that there's a lot of people for whom it's not so fun. They get their door banged on, and it's like uh, you know I'm just having a hard time right now. That's such a harder answer. Do you think that there's a like an aesthetic that comes with those times? I mean, if you look at what's popular now, it's starting to sound a lot like the music that was popular the last time we had you know, the roaring twenties and the, and the, and the great depression. I mean, it seems sort of fascinating to me of this reemergence of traditional country music is happening at a time where we're almost, I mean, it's history is at least rhyming, if not repeating itself. You know, I, I hope so. And, um, I guess the, the big thing that was happening, uh, back then was, uh, that the radio was new, right? And so now, of course, we have the Internet, which is this massive explosion of that. But I always hope that when people begin to like country and folk music and these kind of old things again, um, that uh, what we're dealing with is, um, is uh, people returning to being together, to real togetherness. So they use the radio as a way to gather and to share values, and they hopefully use Internet platforms as a way to gather in, in real spaces. I think folk and country music are about that at the end of the day.